Hello. Hello, my name is T-Rex of T-Rex Talks, and right now we have Jonah Sailing on the line. Jonah Sailing, we're going to be having an interview with him, and possibly another person as well. And here he is. This is the oh. Mikey Milk Experience. The Mikey Milk Experience is a known uh, friendly person, along along with Jonah Sailing, a, pronou- uh, a known friendly person as well. How are you two doing? I'm doing, doing good, baby. Doing good. Both of you doing good. Now, this is a regular T-Rex Talks free talk episode. Now, if anyone has watched the Andrew Sip interview, it's going to follow this uh, that format as long. A little free talk session where we just discuss random things, uh, talk to each other, and uh, tell some life stories. You guys up for that? Yeah, I'm up for that. Okay. Now, how long have you guys been following the podcast? Since the, be- since the very beginning, baby. Man, huh? Both of I you, got huh? on the ground floor. Damn right. I remember you two sending in questions and stuff. You guys are really big fans, and I thank you for that. Oh, yeah. What's your thank favorite you free talk motion? Mo- free, free moment. I think the uh, the Andrew Sip interview, where you talked about him being re-disgraced after he had been undisgraced. You like that? That was pretty good. That was, a, that was a pretty good moment. What about you, the Mikey Milk experience? I have to agree with that moment. That you really like that? Amazing moment. Thank you so much. That's cool. Now, would either of you guys like to discuss a life moment or life story you guys have lived? Anything with a moral? Uh, yeah, I might have something. I mean, if you guys would like, I could start us off. Let's, let's have you start us off. I think that's a good idea. Well, for, uh, for everyone who doesn't know, and this is, will be my first time announcing this, I have a list, a list of all the stories and events that I deem of some value in my life. Now, these lists, I'll go off one per episode with a guest or just on our free talk episodes where I'm by myself. Now, I'm looking at the list now, and <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing some good ones in here. Oh, yeah? I'm going to tell you about... This thing I had in middle school called it, it, this in middle school we had a large money laundering event going on. Oh, the yeah. of my middle school was lightning strikes. These lightning strikes had obscene amounts of cash value, obscene amounts. You would have to have a teacher signature for these, and at lunch you could be able to cash these in for various rewards. Now people thought, let's make some businesses with these, or how let's just steal them. People who steal them always got caught. They would get caught. Okay, they would not win. So what would I do? You, you'd steal them for what? To get shit during lunch. So how else could you get them? I'll tell you how you get them. You borrow them. Different from stealing. But no one really capitalized on this yet. So I, as a good capitalist, would start a loan business. Now, don't call me a loan shark just because I hired oh, other the money. Oh, hey, watch your time, young man. I remember when I had to loan you lightning strikes. Okay. I, I abstain from talking about this topic. Very well. Let that, me that was a smear job. Let me tell you the story. I was by far the richest kid with these lightning strikes in the school. I would have operators running around giving out loans at like 10% interest rate. And when they couldn't pay back, guess what? They would just be cut off from the loans. I'd tell teachers on them they wouldn't get any more. Their life would go to hell because everyone had lightning strikes and they didn't. All right? But one day, a situation arose when 
The guidance counselor did not like what I was doing. Four students had once again started stealing lightning strikes to pay me off. Now I, a smart man, went up willingly to his office. His name was Mr. Uh, R for for five oh. reasons. Oh. Uh, we won't say his name for uh, so he can be protected. Mr. Now, Ramos. <laughs> yeah, let's, another guy that no one else knows, Mr. Ramos. Not, not, not connected. Fired for touching students. This guy also suffered these charges. I think you're talking about a little weird. <laughs> Mr. R. Now, this Mr. R did not like my business one bit because of people stealing. He accused me of organizing such a heist, and I flat out denied it because he couldn't prove anything. <laughs> okay, now. Because he was just asked nicely, had no law behind him. I calmly said, piss off. I'm going to continue <laughs> on doing, and you do you. Now, this continued throughout the year until the end, where I had so many, I basically bought out every single brace. I had There's these cheap bead bracelets, two lightning strikes each at the end of the year. There's no end goal. We had nothing to spend the lightning strike. Oh, wow. I'm going to buy 18 bags of Doritos Locos. Fuck it. Doritos. Limited time. Doritos. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> hot Cheetos. No, I bought bead bracelets. Now, these bracelets I had for two weeks before the uh, for until the year ended. And many situations occurred with these bracelets. I had both my arms filled with these bracelets. <laughs> hands. People kept looking at me funny. I had a situation arise where someone tried stealing one of them. You know who it was? Whoa. The formerly disgraced pres- ex-president of Cambodia, Andrew Sip, who, in our reading class, took one of my bracelets <laughs> and said, give it to me. I humbly refused to give it to him. And when a struggle broke out between us, the bracelet ripped. Immediately, I put my head down in disgrace. Now, I'm the disgraced one. The beads were bouncing here, there. Everyone was laughing. He was looking at me weird because I'm the bad guy. What I know is I picked up a single one of the beads under direct orders from Mrs. R. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Regnier, by the way. Different Mrs. Regnier, <laughs> Shout out. Now, the moral of this story is you're – once you're rich, you have it made. Okay, there's no problems in your life. The moral of the story is get money, make it big, be a winner. What about you guys? Gangs, that's the end of my life story. No, I, I got one related to that. I got one kind of related to that. Let me hear it. So, uh, last year, right, I completely abstained from going to pep rallies. I would not go anywhere near a pep rally. Teachers would attempt to make me go to pep rallies, but you gotta have school spirit. I such as uh, Trenton, would kindly tell them to piss off because they had no legal repercussion to force me to go. Therefore, I chose the alternative of sitting in the auditorium for an hour and a half and doing nothing and waiting for school to end. So, um, this story starts when it is the band fundraising season. They got these little boxes of chocolate bars, right? And they sell these chocolate bars for $1 a piece. $1 a piece, pretty cheap, right? So, as the good upstanding citizen I am, oh. I decided to spend $40 on caramel chocolate bars. I bought out every vendor. Now, mind you, caramel chocolate bars were the best type. They were in high demand. Damn. I saw a market, and I needed them. I, I, I capitalized on the market. Such as when the... Uh... John Rockefeller. 
yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't compare myself to John Rockefeller, but I would compare myself to John Rockefeller because my caramel chocolate bar business was the standard oil of the auditorium <laughs> chocolate sales. So, um, we had this whole group of people uh, buying and selling caramel chocolate bars. We would buy them at $1 a piece and sell them back at $2 a piece. Made obscene amounts of profit. Obscene, really. Now, did you pay wages or commission on your workers? No, no wages or commission. <laughs> so I, I, would, um, I would like to deny this before the details come out, but it is not true that I was holding their passports hostage and refusing to let them leave the country. <laughs> Your entry is denied. <laughs> but I just want to I just want to nip that in the bud before it even gets out there somehow. Now, um, what are your gross profits? Gross profits? How much did you Um, I would say anywhere between oh. 130 and 200 million dollars ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Now, um, what's the moral of this story? Block the passports. If you want people to work for cheap, prevent them from leaving their jobs. <laughs> I guess that, I guess that does work, huh? However, um, there's also another hidden moral to this story, and it comes in the form Knee of strike. what what the what happened after this event. And it Uh-oh. was another man, a black man by the name of Jordan went and purchased far more chocolate bars than I did. Far, far <laughs> more. I mean, everyone's pockets were just empty. So much so much money was dumped on caramel chocolate bars that day. But this is besides the point. Um, I prided myself on having the largest caramel chocolate bar collection in the auditorium, and this is what drove me to success, right? However, when he came, he came from the pep rally. He said, I do not want to be at this pep rally anymore. I will see what they are doing in the auditorium. And this would prove to be my downfall. If only the pep rally had done more interesting. My he he purchased, oh boy, I'd say I'd say four or five boxes worth of caramel chocolate bars. I stood no oh. chance, really. <laughs> and the power. With the profits he gained from this, such as Standard Oil does to other companies, he absorbed them. Did he buy you out of he your chocolate bar? He, Are you under his employ? He was there there came a point where the supply and the demand fall out of sync with each other. And that point came when, such as the oil supplies, the chocolate ran out. Only those with standing supplies of chocolate. When the fundraiser, fundraiser was over. Oh, make There's... no mistake. This was an extremely short-lived venture. A profitable one, but short-lived. It lasted solely that afternoon. This all took event in four hours. <laughs> this no, whole no, story. No, no. One hour. One hour. It's, it's one period. The entire work. assembly. Hello? We're good. Yeah. We're so good? the moral of the story is don't get bought out. Buy everything before anyone else can buy. Thank you. All right, Mikey, your turn. Got any moral story? stories? Right, I got one. And this, um, this flashes back to um, a big uh, big business we like to uh, call Walmart. <laughs> I have not heard of it. In the past, like, it's a pretty big business. It's this uh, what's Walmart? Nice large uh, superstore that is spreading across the U.S. and I I don't like them because they have money and I don't. So um, 
since Mikey doesn't have any money, but I kind of need I need stuff. So I'll, I'm just gonna say time where I robbed Walmart. Uh huh. Yes. What? what? <laughs> no, put the microphone down. I will not say the microphone. <laughs> I, I, oh, oh yeah, it was off. You're good. <laughs> we didn't hear that. Fight no. the power, baby. Amen. Take from the rich, give to the can we more. Can we get a pause real quick? I'd like to just make a PSA that the T-Rex Talks podcast supports tax fraud. Plain and simple. <laughs> we support tax fraud here. I'm T-Rex from T-Rex Talks, and I approve this right, message. All right. So, you already know, I'm broke. I ain't got the money for normal conveniences as other people do. Because, you know, taxes be draining my money. Like, I'm trying to commit tax fraud, but the government's stopping me. I, I gotta pay my taxes. Can't believe the nerve on some of these, these dumb hoes really trying to be out here keeping my money. But I'm like, shh, no. You know who this is? You know who's doing this to us? Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Fuck Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Believing that localized government will Fuck work. Nancy Pelosi. But since I ain't got the money to spend on like food and shit, I gotta steal. So I'll take you to this to this one time I went. I had to go. I had to pick up some gum because I was running out of gum and I need gum to get me through that day. Since I can't I buy normal, gum. I can't buy normal yes, yes. food because I ain't got that money. I gotta buy gum to. You like ten calories that, from that gum? I understand. That fake people food. So. I gotta buy sawdust and grains. And I'm and I'm all like, God damn, I need some gum. And there Oops. it is. The extra value pack of gum. Extra Eight value. packages of gum all sealed into one big box. And I said, Yes. I snatched them bulls up so quick. Now, if I'm aware, great value is the I brand of Walmart, so. right? If it is exclusive to Walmart, stealing any other brand would hurt other people. So you, a good Samaritan, power to the people, steal exclusively from Walmart's yes, <laughs> extra sir. value brand, right? Great value, hurting the walls of Walmart. Hey, Jonah, can you please check your background noise? <laughs> We're good. We're good. Thank, thank you. Now we're gonna move into, we're gonna move out of this life story <laughs> because it's kind of it, sad. It just drags on. It just now we're gonna yeah. go into questions. Anyone can ask anyone else any questions. Just feel ahead, feel free, and we're gonna answer honestly and quickly. Hey, anyone uh, have any questions? For Trent and Rex of T Rex Talks. Okay, you're How recognized. How many separate country sex offender registries are you on? Now, <laughs> back in 2004, I was on 56. But now, as a... <laughs> I would use the word uh, redeemed. redeemed. Uh-huh. I, I would use the word rather uh, undisgraced. I'm oh, no longer yeah, disgraced. Yeah. Right, Andrew such Sip. as Andrew Sip. I'm on zero that's, sex offender registries because You're I am. Have you? Have you? Yeah, yeah. Baby duck. Baby duck. Baby ducks. Anyone? Baby ducks. Huh? 
Oh, Mighty Ducks, huh? Huh? Yeah. Ooh. I invented that. Oh, that's quite impressive. Wow. Okay, this question to uh, Mikey. Uh, who's your best, best friend? friend? Does definitely not go by the name of Alex Strimple, otherwise known as Strimp, not Shrimp. Otherwise, known uh, as Shrimp 2020. I would just like to alert the people of this podcast that be if warned, you are he is come- a dangerous man. You are to come in contact with Alex Strimp, also known as uh, Strimp, not Shrimp. Um, please contact the FBI immediately. He's been on their on their ten most wanted list. Please, seven. Lay, please lay down, hide, do not move, do not look at him. What you would do with a black bear? Black bears do not consume dead bodies, nor will shrimp. Do not move. It can smell um, your movement. <laughs> okay. I would just like to take this opportunity to list what he is currently wanted for. So you know not why you should not contact him. Um, he is on the most wanted list because he is being charged with the 2001 murder of his wife, Mary, and his two children. And, th- and also he blew up a bomb in Scottsdale, Arizona house in which they lived. Investigators believe he murdered his family <laughs> because his wife was intending to divorce. Thank you. She was. Was she pregnant, pregnant at the time? She cut the baby out Twin? and then cooked and ate it. Yes. Wow. Terrible human. What a bad guy. A terrible human, truly. Be on the be on the lookout. For oh, just a bad You'll guy. Now, do you guys collect anything? Either of you guys, you guys collect anything? I myself, as many of my viewer know, viewers know, I collect snow globes. I collect snow globes. What? Oh, I, what about you guys? I, for one, collect Pokemon cards. Ooh, seems oh, like yeah. an interesting adventure. No money. This does not seem like a collection. When you use the word no money, it sounds like an addiction. I would not call that. Well, as long as you don't call the it an addiction, we're good. You're addicted. If about... I don't admit it to it. I'm not addicted. You're not addicted. What about you, Jonah Sailing? I say that I do not collect anything. Now, as many would say that's a red flag having no <laughs> sentimental value of anything is a well, red well, flag well i guess i could technically consider one thing it's probably the most va- oh god probably the most valuable thing i own and that is don't say no 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 heart. of course not i don't i put no value on that it is a it is you a, don't collect them have those in a, a po- approximately a three ounce <laughs> so do not have your old artificial hearts, your pacemakers, and bags I around your household. From answering this question, this is a witch hunt. This is a smear job. Well, three ounce, okay, three ounce on. soap bar shaped piece of beeswax with a Jonah carved into the base. <laughs> it's easily, easily now, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Can you give us the origin story of such a piece of beeswax? It was the sixth grade uh, fundraising winter event at Rogers Middle School. Take that down, Rogers Middle School, where my sister goes to middle school. 
R O D G R E C S. So they they had booths from local vendors vendors there, and there was a booth from a uh, how how do you say beekeeper? Yeah, selling selling various <laughs> honey products and beeswax products, and I was roaming about the premises with a friend, and the lady on the beeswax. I abstain from answering that question. Thank you. No, no. Who is this friend? No, for this. It is not. Is anyone we know? So can we hear her name? Hi. Hey. Hey. I abstain from answering this question. Was she a man? So very well. Um, this lady starts hollering at me. She starts. Your lady is alerted us. This lady the man screaming at me by my beeswax. I'll give you a free sample or something along the lines of this. And just screaming. It was very disturbing. And so I go over and she's starting to contort herself into various positions because no one's buying anything at this booth. It's beeswax. No one wants beeswax products. So I I pick up this bar of beeswax and I'm like, hey lady, what is this? And she starts she starts to say something. But then um, she gets pulled away by one of her business associates and is just sort of away from the booth. So absentmindedly, I also pick up a beeswax lip balm. Now, this, this, this artifact was lost to time. I have no clue as to the whereabouts of the beeswax lip balm. Um, if you do happen to find it, please call 1-800-CALL-FBI or contact your nearest Amer- American embassy or consulate. Um, anyway... Uh, so I absentmindedly put both of these things in my pocket and I walk away and I, I can only imagine how much money I cost that woman that day. And that is the origin story. I was never caught. Um, I changed my identity since moved away. Thank you. Thank you. Very interesting. Now, I don't want to go over our time limit here, but I think because you guys have been so kind, I'll go one more story. Just one more. Right? A little episode. Oh, yeah. Now, as many people know, in the Caribbean, it is known for its beaches. It's beautiful white sand beaches. And on these beaches, sometimes you shouldn't wear clothes, as indicated by a giant Damn nude right. beach sign. Now, you would think, as a teenager, you want to go to these places. Now, Think of that. Now, think as if if you're an eight-year-old, right? You don't have the uh, self-awareness to go there by yourself. So what happens when you're an eight-year-old is that your parents decide for you to bring you there. Now, my wise parents decided this would be a great place to go on our cruise. This wonderful nude beach with our (laughs) eight-year-old son and family. We went there and, of course, I would have to say, was an experience. Now, you would think, oh, there's going to be so many pretty ladies. No, just old people. Just (laughs) saggy old people. Even as an eight-year-old, I recognize these people sucked. These people here suck ass. I don't like it. So what what I did, you know what I did? Along with my snow globe collection, which I have one from the nude beach beach shop, Right. I also picked up a rock. I collect large coral rocks, which is legal. Don't Google it. Coral rocks. Don't don't it, think about it. Coral's not illegal. Maybe. <laughs> now I picked up a small coral rock. This rock is extremely light. It's a weird rock. 
Okay, it's a weird coral rock. This thing's weird. But I pick it up. I'm looking at it. And you would not believe it. I look around. I'm fucking lost on this nude fucking beach. I am an eight-year-old boy lost on a fucking beach of old naked people. Who, If you're in this situation, what do you do? As an eight-year-old boy on a nude beach, who do you walk up to and ask for help? Hmm. Do I talk to the guy whose nipples is hanging down to his crotch? Or do I talk to this old lady who looks like she's the witch from Hansel and Gretel? What the fuck am I supposed to do? I'll tell you. I'm just going to sit here and hope for the best. God will decide what to do with me. Because I'm sure as hell not asking fucking the Grinch over there what he thinks of me. I'm not going to ask him, hey, have you seen my parents? And he's fucking <laughs> licking his lips and shit. I'm on the beach sitting there. Some guy's preparing his van. I'm, I'm watching him. He's going liner down and shit. I just sit there. Eventually, when my siblings find me, oh, it's go time. It was like three hours of me sitting there on a nude beach. Okay, pretty chill. I was sitting there. Oh, my mother, we took... This is a billboard sign telling you no photographs. Who wants their fucking dick taking a picture of on a nude beach? But, otherwise, my mom, she wants, she made photo albums, so what she does is, okay, kids, line up, we're going to take a family photo, and if this naked guy with his cock out gets it put in the background, whoopsie, uh-oh, <laughs> and now, instead of just naked people laid out in photo albums, it's family photos with a naked guy in the background. Guy standing on, a, like, a rock looking out at the ocean, picturing what his life could have been like. Family photo, his Part dick's out. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> you can tell the, the guy standing in the water, hands on his hips, looking right at his cock out, looking. Two lesbian women. Kind of cool. Walking down the beach. Boom. Picture. Family selfie. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> can you sign this? Can you? Can we get your autograph, please? Thank you. <laughs> I was, that was a fun time for me. It only happened twice more in like the next three years. <laughs> Damn. Well, I don't know. How, how old are you in? Seven-ish. It would be seven? Seven so. turning Maybe eight? Six. Maybe Kindergarten's five, yeah. five to six, six to seven. Yeah, six to seven. So I was probably seven because it was spring break. I was seven because remember that big blocky text writing paper they used to give you and there's a big picture slot yeah. at the top? So you know how you have to do uh, state writing yeah. assessments? Yeah. We're doing those – for first grade, but it was like, you draw a picture of what you did over spring break, then write about it. Oh, I just drew a guy with a big old dick out, and a lady with tits. I did! I promise you! Because you know what the school did? The school put it on its Facebook page. They shamed me publicly by putting what I drew on their Facebook page. Because my mom's friend was the secretary of the school. Shout out to Nelson Elementary. Thank I'm you, Nelson. That's real. Go to hell. And uh, I, the picture is pretty detailed and shit. And she's like, what is this? I'm like, I went to the beach. Oh, wow, that's cool, huh? Yeah, I was sitting here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> the guy almost took me. He asked me to get in his van. 
I was, I sat I just... there watching this man lay down mats, take out handcuffs, and start to hang up soundproofing panels in his white van, while <laughs> while occasionally looking back to make sure I was The we're coming up on our final two minute mark because this episode can only be about three minute, thirty minutes long. Do you guys have any final remarks? We'll start with you, Jonas Salem. Um, if you have any information concerning the whereabouts of Andrew Sip, okay, that's over. Do you have any information, Mikey Milk? You want to uh, give a it's shout out to anyone or anything? Phone up one eight hundred call FBI if you have any sightings of the Alex. Okay, okay. Contact, so contact these guys are obviously <laughs> deep cover agency. <laughs> these, those are now void. Okay, God bless America. This is T Rex of T Rex hey, Talks, and wait, wait, wait. I'm coming word. to the end times. One last thing from Jonah Sailing. What do you have to say? Panama. What? No, no. Panama. What? What is Guatemala. this? You can't. You can't use this against me. I'm innocent. There's no workers there or farms or ex-teachers. Well, good talking to you both. This has been been T-Rex of T-Rex Talks with Mikey Milk Experience and Jonah Saley. It has been a nice, fun time sharing life stories. Now, remember, if you don't have time to watch the whole podcast, make sure you just have it on in the background. You don't actively have to listen to it. You just have to listen to the podcast in your own time. Don't be afraid to come back, like it, share of the podcast. So it's T-Rex of T-Rex Talks. It's been nice. Any final words? Come on. One or two right now. We got Panama, Panama. Panama, Panama, Panama. Goodbye.